Okay, no instructions needed. Okay. I, I don't really feel Shoot like... Shoot the poop? Like your wiener. Oh, let me just get that right in the uh, the old camera shot. That's my thought. I'm sipping on some red wine. Primary use for Bitcoin is to get more money. Oh, man. The Coog Bar. Yeah, I'm into that. Hello. Now, this fucking bomb hardly, like, I, I cannot start this at ease. I cannot risk it. That's how I go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's exactly how they're clock running or whatever it is. Oh, God. What it do, baby? Vicks on my nose. Oh, there you go. My daughter is like got a stuffy nose, so like when I put Vicks on her nose, she was like, Daddy's turn. I was like, all right, yeah, let's, let's just Vicks Daddy up unnecessary. Oh, baby. Ooh, baby, I love the way. Love the way you touch my penis. Hey. <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> Welcome back to another, another episode. Episode <laughs> of your favorite podcast. No instructions needed. You got Big D here. Coming at you. Uh, Friday night, we're back to the regular scheduled programming. And I'm going to kick it. My friend drinking a bottle of marijuana. Chat, how you doing? Oh, I'm, you know what? I was gonna kick in the Conzi. Oh no, he didn't show up. Oh, um, <laughs> Return to sender. Return to sender. Yeah. <laughs> Email address not complete. Um. Yeah. Oh wow, that is a lot of marriage. There's a lot of hemp. Or, there's a lot in this drink. Oh my god, you can taste it. Uh, thank you, MJD. Uh, yeah, welcome back. What's up? Uh, I'm gonna lose all my gambling bets tonight. I'm very confident, other than the Blue Jays one. And that is all I got. How's the big O doing? <laughs> um, already, I've got a couple bets pending. Lost one Nerfy earlier one that I was not, uh, not great on, but uh, actually got a cool. I don't know if it's a cool story. I'm not sure, but uh, how do we? <laughs> it's a hot start. Let's go! Shared, shared before the pod, a little bit of a weird week, but I'm hoping uh, Friday night will get me back. It was weird. I texted you guys. I'm like, are we doing this tonight? Expecting like something. There's always something that comes up on a Friday. It's like, no, I got a work thing. I got a soccer game. I got kids. I got to put to sleep or whatever. But when the Friday night pod gets rolling on time, it's it's always good stuff. It's always good stuff. Uh, got a lot of positive feedback from the pod already from last week. Oh, yeah. Healthy loads, just <laughs> oh, people like Love that, it. eh? Well, people were were people were randomly sharing their over under of loads in a month <laughs> and being like, "Hey, I didn't think that this was healthy. I'm glad I'm like fit in with the norm." So, again, not to talk too much about jizzing and unloading the semen, but listen, over 21 times a month, make sure you do it, gentlemen. Because it is a very healthy thing, especially as we get closer to no nut November or Movember, whatever you want to call it. Uh, definitely make sure you make your deposits early and often. First of all, if so, you're doing no nut November, you can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve no nuts. 
I'm going to be, I'll try to be, I'm going to be a bit opaque here as, as you, if you will. But uh, I was talking to like a third party colleague. So like someone I work with, but don't work with like a partner. And so I mentioned that, yeah, I do this podcast for, Uh for, for shits and gigs. (laughs) Uh I like, Oh, that's cool. Like, you know, would you mind if I listen to it? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And I was thinking about the last episode, like, and like, I know her quite well. I've worked with her forever, but like, you know, I don't know her that well. And I'm just like, oh yeah, well, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe not this last episode. episode, It's like talking about like first five minutes, we're talking about Jay Owen. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the name of it later. He's nice. gonna be called into HR next week, being like, "He told but, me to listen to his podcast, but how many times he masturbates in a month?" No, they're like partner companies, kind of. So I don't think HR would play a role here. I never okay. gave it to her. I didn't want that to uh, be an issue. She's cool. Like I don't think it would matter, but still, you know, gotta err on the side of caution sometimes, fellas. <laughs> Send her an episode. Kanzu was on. If she doesn't like it, just blame it on him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like four years ago. Um, <laughs> is he still in the logo? I just want to know. I current talks about the logo. Um, <laughs> we love you. We're, we're trying to ratify a new CBA here. So, um, where are where are you? That's the biggest thing. Like, where are I was at your house, man. Like, where the fuck are yeah. you? Yeah, like, I don't on, understand. We love and, you, buddy. Like, we miss you. Like, genuinely, I miss you. Yeah. I miss your kids. I miss you. I miss everything. I hope you're safe. Little fish. You're well. There's fish, little fish, little fish, little guy. You know, oh, like, Fisher. Yeah. The fish, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like actual fish. I'm like, there was a fish in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been in that room. I'd be surprised if there wasn't a fish at some point. In I was in that room at one point. Ooh, I was. Hey, okay, listen, I, I believe you. I believe you. Okay, chaps. I got, and Dean, I got a question for you. Chaps, you're betting baseball hard at this point. I feel like September is always the month of chaps baseball bets. Um, Shohei or Aaron Judge? Who's Aaron the Judge. Who's the AL MVP? Aaron Judge. It's not even a conversation, in my I opinion. Like I mean, how the fuck? Like, listen, the Angels don't win. Now they're gonna fuck up yeah. my bets tonight and win, but that's fine. They don't. They don't <laughs> win. So like. Like why? Why should you get MVP? I get it. Given to him last year. Oh, oh, crazy pitches hits home runs. Oh my god! Oh my god! Babe Ruth Jr. Oh my god, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Okay, we get it. You're amazing. You're once in a generation. We all completely understand that. I, I really do. But you can't keep giving guys like Mike, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani MVPs. Make the fucking playoffs. Win more than sixty-five games or whatever they're going to win seventy games this year. That's why I mean, Darren Judge. He's gonna break the home run record, probably. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I, I listen. In the I, AL, I think he might win the AL uh, record, but I don't I, think I, he's touching seventy. No, I, I, I actually still consider sixty-one the record. I like that's just kind of how I see it. Like I understand. Actually, the real record is actually sixty. If you really want to get into easy, it, easy, easy. Listen, well, you can't control the is. amount of games that are played. Now. I'll just say, anyways, fuck your yeah, like, Dean. Uh, um, I'm going to interrupt and give you guys a little update. Uh, speaking of once in a generation player, Albert Pujols just hit 698. Nice. Home run. And back to the judge debate. You got a team that's shitty and 
You got a team that's good, and you got a guy hitting dingers like nobody's business. Like Shohei, yes, he is phenomenal. But this guy is doing something on a Yankee team that hasn't been done in like what eighty years, seventy years, sixty years since, since Roger. No, yeah, what was that? Since Roger Maris did it. Yeah, sixty-one Maris. in sixty-one. That was that was the year. Yeah, so it, it's it's he is no, a he, monster of a man. And he deserves it this year. Shohei got it last year. He deserves it this year. Shohei's great. Awesome. But no one's hitting them out to bark like Aaron Judge. And I think here's here's the problem with like the go-hards on like Twitter is that they make you like pick a side. Like we can understand that Aaron Judge is the AL MVP solely because he's doing it on the Yankees, which means he's doing it on a good team. He's doing it in a year where he bet on himself, which doesn't always pan out, but the man bet on himself. He's going to get paid and maybe not by the Yankees. And he's just destroying the ball. He Pitchers are still pitching to him. He's batting leadoff for the New York Yankees. Pitchers are still pitching to him, and he has a chance to break the AL record for most home runs in a single season. All of that being said, we can also still appreciate the fact that what Shohei Otani is doing on both sides of the baseball is also incredible without saying, Oh, Aaron judge doesn't deserve it. Aaron judge is the AL MVP the yes. season. I did now the season that ended a month ago. He's the AL MVP. That doesn't mean show. He sucks. He's having a great year. That's awesome. But we recognize that we may never see a guy do what Aaron judge is doing right now. We, we honestly, we may not see someone hit 60 home runs in a single season ever again. And I think that's more of a testament to how, incredible Barry Bonds season was that he did it. Sure. He was on the juice, but my God, that guy was hitting balls out of the park way before his head got into like, I don't know, uh nine and three quarters. It's probably what it is right now. What, it, chaps, you got a problem? No, no, I don't No, I, I, I get like, I, I like Barry Bonds. I think he's the greatest baseball player of all time. He should be in the mm-hmm. hall of fame. Hundred. No doubt. What, what's what happened? Dean Anaheim dinger. Go angels. Fuck. God damn, cash out, cash out, cash out. <laughs> um, but uh, cash out currently unavailable. Fuck. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I consider him the best, best, the greatest baseball player of all time. But I am also in that category. Like, listen, you hit 73 home runs. It was awesome. It brought back baseball. But I still consider that the home run record, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that 61 still means something to me. Because True. it's never been done clean. And even 60 means something to me. Because sure. it's never been done in the hunt, what was it, 155 games or something like that. Yeah, I can't quite remember what how many that that Babe Ruth did that in. No one has broke Babe Ruth's record in the same amount of games that he did it, other than the Juicers. Um, so I don't know. There's like three different records. It's hard which to keep track of. Obviously, Roger Maris's 61 to me means something still, but it doesn't to everyone because mm-hmm. you know everyone just considers a Rod and or not a Rod. Sorry. Uh, Barry Bonds, Mark Guire, Sammy Sosa, like they consider those the the great the great years of the home run chase, and it was awesome. I loved it. I, I, sure. I love it. It's the home run record, no doubt. But if someone without juice can beat sixty one, that'd be pretty wicked too. Yeah, What's... Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Fame player before it. Like he mm-hmm. he was MVP. I think 
I want to say twice before, at least once. Four times. First no. 40, 40 guy ever, 40 steals. Because he was fast. He was, he, Barry Bones was fast and he was strong. Like, you know, they, it kind of puts a tarnish on his name, all the steroid stuff. But like, people got to remember, like, he was great before he, the home run, before the juice and the home run and becoming like a 270 pound slab of beef. But uh, yeah, he, he was he was a dominant player when he was a, a skinny, fast, powerful hitter. So yeah, he's Chaps is accurate. He could very well be one of the best players of all time, regardless of the roids or not. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like it's not even it's not even close. Like he okay, so he wins seven time NL MVP, 90, 92, 93, and then from 2001 to 2004, he basically owned it. And the story goes that basically what happened is Barry Bonds lost the MVP in 90 was I guess it was Eight. 91. Oh. No, 91. And when he lost that the MVP race. I can't remember who he lost it to. He had one of his statistically like best years. And then he realized the only reason he lost is he didn't hit more home runs than the other person. The other person hit more home runs, but statistically across the board, Barry Bonds was the better player. So what he decided to do was that was it. He was going to get on the juice and start mashing balls. And in 93, he becomes the home run leader. And that is where he basically takes off. He wins uh, RBI leader, home run leader, I don't. I think he won. I'm not sure if he won the triple crown in '93, no. but that's that's basically the ascent when he leaves Pittsburgh and goes to San Francisco, and that's where that huge transition comes, where like he's now just mashing balls left, right, and center. He is arguably one of the greatest talents that we've ever seen, and I also make the argument that everyone was doing it, and so where the skill from Barry Bonds comes in is that you still need to be able to hit a ball. And when you're getting walked more than you're getting pitched to, and you're still hitting, putting up numbers, it's just absolutely insane what he did. So um, Babe Ruth, I get Here's my, here's my asterisk for Babe Ruth competition level of play. It's just a very different time. Didn't have to play against people of color because leagues were segregated at that time. So that now you're eliminating Half, if not, I mean, if you look statistically, like 60% of what MLB is right now is Puerto Rican, Dominican, Mexican, black, and white isn't the smaller majority there. So again, you could you could you can make the argument by picking apart all of the different things. You made the argument that um uh Roger Maris's record should not stand because he hit it in 61 games instead of 60 games. But I mean, listen, it's all fun. It's all exciting when you get to watch the chase for history. Oh. And we're all a part of that right now. Yeah. So one thing I will say is I disagree with your Barry Bonds assessment. I think he actually started taking steroids after the home run race um, when uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa hit a bunch of home runs in 98, broke the record, and he didn't win MVP that year. And he's just like, oh, fuck, all these guys are getting all these crazy attention. And then the <laughs> years following that, he started hitting, you know, 49, 73, 46, 45, 45 home runs. Um, those are the but those are the two common theories. One is the day he left Pittsburgh, he started doing steroids. Yeah. And the other one is the 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 Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa one. Either way, he was doing the roids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you're gonna say the competition thing, mm-hmm. 
Serena Williams then can't be your greatest tennis player of all time. I don't think she is. Oh, you don't? Okay, who is Chrissy? See, this this is hard because this is going to sound so bad, but I think women's tennis is like the abnormality when it comes to sports because number one, rankings don't matter. And I'll tell you that from a betting perspective, like rankings truly don't matter when it comes to women's tennis. Um, she she's in the conversation. I mean, uh, I would butcher her last name if I try to to argue who actually has like the most majors because I don't think it's Serena. It is Serena. Then it, then she doesn't have the most title wins. There's one of the two accolades she doesn't own. So if it wasn't majors, then it's like most WTA titles. I, I just don't think she played against anybody. I don't think she played against anybody in her prime. She is a talent. She she revolutionized the game or changed the game of tennis the way that we see it now. And for that reason, people can make her the GOAT. But I think Serena Williams, I think when it comes to like boxing, when it comes to the UFC, you could pick a handful of people, and I think you would be okay. Even tennis. Like, my guy's Roger. I love Rafa. Rafa's my guy. Djokovic, most tenant, most most talented tennis player of all time, but I think Roger, in my book, I'm putting on the rush more before I put Novak. Just my thoughts. And happy retirement, Roger. Yeah. Good for you. End of an era. That guy, like, you're like, oh, he's like 35. He's done, and he just keeps on winning. How old is he now? Like 38? He's something like that. I mean, yeah. yeah, He's not as old as you think he is. No. No, he's 41. Oh, he's, he's older like, than I thought he was. Yeah. It's because he's also Swiss and like his looks have really kept holding on for like like he's a good looking guy. So he is, and his and he is his wife is like normal. She's just like a Mirka. normal girl. Yeah, just Mirka. like a normal Shut up, pretty, pretty normal girl, not like a supermodel or like she's just not like Giselle. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about Giselle today. Let well, yeah, she's just like Roger just seems like a salt of the earth kind of guy, you know. Came from nothing. Yeah. worth like a bajillion dollars. Margaret Court Ooh. is the all-time winner in uh, Grand okay. Slams women's tennis. Stephanie Graf is the one that Serena Williams gets compared to all-time because Serena Williams won 23 majors. Stephanie Gra- or Steffi Graf won Steffi. 22. But Serena was active for more than double the amount of time mm-hmm. Steffi Graf was. So, yeah. And then Chrissy Everett is in there too. People mm-hmm. really think she's one of the best ever too. Um but uh but yeah so i just thought that i thought all that shit was pretty a couple of days ago yeah i mean it was was it sue bird and serena williams retired in like the same like and week Roger or whatever Frederick. and it was, well but i mean forget rod yeah. the reason i say that is because like women across the world were like two of the of their oh. sports greatest icons yeah. or famous women's athlete go out in the same week it's like man we can't get to appreciate them but 25 Man. years to appreciate freaking Serena Williams. Yeah, if, like, he, if he didn't do it while she was playing, then you're an idiot. She is the greatest the, women's icon of all time. Like she, she's a Mount Rushmore athlete because of what she did, but she's not for me. But she's not. I like. I've heard arguments recently about the tennis stuff, but yeah, she's Oprah. No, no, Oprah? no. icon. Athlete. No, but you said biggest icon. Oh, I thought you said I tried to say icon. athlete, but the, the okay, sweet okay. juice has kicked in. Your sweet justice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> I'm feeling I a little loosey goosey. I'm feeling loopy lippy or loosey. I think female athlete, you're you're completely completely right. I don't think there's a bigger female athlete than Serena ever. Well, we know that there's bigger head nutritionists of countries. 
Oh, oh God. Boy. Oh, God. <laughs> I did. Certainly <laughs> bigger. <laughs> Certainly bigger. Um, like Macy Day, like parade bigger. But um, don't be wearing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, I think I think tennis lost their two biggest icons. I think when Rafa retires, Novak retires, it's not going to become it's not going to become close to what Roger retiring means. And it's what he did on and off the court. It's how he held himself. Like he was the the class of tennis. And Rafa's pretty good. He's pretty fun. But like when he broke in and his antics kind of rub people the wrong way. Nobody likes Novak Djokovic. Sure, Rafa is one hundred percent. It gets under your skin. His his routines, all of the kind of stuff. Sure, he's a talented as fuck tennis player. Considering the motherfucker is right handed and has the most major championships playing left handed, which I think is a talent in itself. Just before we yeah. lose all our downloads talking tennis, <laughs> I will, I will, I will throw this in there. I don't like Novak Djokovic. I did before all the COVID stuff happened. Sure, but. He is the greatest tennis player of all time. And it's, I don't think it's actually relatively close. I just, I, and that's coming from Chris Russo. It's coming from Pat, uh, whatever, Pat, uh, oh my God, McEnroe. It's coming from no seven. McEnroe? <laughs> is that John name? McEnroe? Well, there's Pat and John, right? Yeah. Isn't there two? Whatever. Yeah. It's coming from one of those two guys, the better one. And uh, like I think he is the greatest, but he's just a complete nutter asshole. Well, is he? I don't know. He's just got weird beliefs. Like, like <laughs> he's a little. He's a little bit of an asshole. He's a little he's bit like Aaron he, like, hit, he hit that like line judge in the eye with the tennis ball that one time. It was it was an accident, but like he still did it. Listen, I I won't make the argument. I think he's the most talented, and I think this yeah. this goes with like my Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers take, and that is Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. But I think that Aaron Rodgers. Is the most talented. is the most talented quarterback, and that doesn't equal victories. The thing with Novak is that he's the most talented, and he's in the running to be the most accomplished player, which would give him the goat status. Um, Just not a good husband, Tom Brady, possibly. <laughs> listen, if we're gonna listen, I, I read an article. Uh, I don't know if it was U.S. Weekly or 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 whatever it is, and it kind of like one of the rags. Back. Yeah, I pulled the veil back a little bit about not why Giselle is mad, but like Giselle said, listen, I, when Tom said he wanted to play football, when I got to know like Miriam, I knew it was important to him. So like we basically locked in our family. They moved. She's obviously from Brazil. I think she's from Brazil. Yeah. Like moved to this really small sort of place, locked in the family, made sure that they had great education, all this stuff, supported Tom through everything he wanted to do. But like she has goals of like, climate change and she has goals of like how she's going to help like underprivileged youth and all of these things so when tom retired i guess it was like now it's my turn and then 30 days later it was like no here's my receipt i'm returning (laughs) and so like i think i think from that perspective i can understand where giselle's coming from like he fucked up we're married if we pulled some stupid shit like that chaps i think we would be in a worse position than Tom Brady, but like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at Giselle for being upset. Absolutely. Here's, not. here's what I can compare this to Friday night lights season five. <laughs> yep. Coach Taylor gets an offer from a, to be the head coach of a college and a five-year contract to coach the new super team, Dylan Panthers. 
mm-hmm. but Tammy Taylor gets a job offer to be the dean of admissions at a college somewhere in Philadelphia. And Eric Taylor, after some internal battle, says, it's your turn now. Husband Aww. of the year. Yeah. And they go any coaches in Philadelphia first where football is not nearly as important, I'm pretty sure, than Tejas. So that's what Tom Brady probably should have done. It's like his career has spanned an inordinate amount of time. He's 45 years old. He's mm-hmm. has like he's done everything you could possibly ever want to do. You know, and, and I, I guess like, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to give up your dream to let your partner pursue theirs, especially after they've been waiting in the wings kind of for so long and kind of taking a backseat and, and helping raise the family and, you know, maybe not mm-hmm. living out their dreams to let you live out yours. So I get it. I get it for sure. It, it's a marriage is a two way street. And, you know, although, you know, they're super loaded, probably have a very good life. People's dreams still count. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is in that household, he's still not like the richest person. Cause no. Giselle's got him like crushed. Like After triple yeah. rushed. She got her own Miss Independent. And she, and, and she hasn't like been working, which is like another crazy thing. Yeah, I mean I I think Tom, I think Tom made a selfish decision. Who like listen, who am I to criticize? He's an athlete, whatever. Who knows if the game was calling him and itching and who knows though? I mean Kurt Warner was on Pat McAfee's show. Um the daily daily Pat McAfee reference. Um and he talked about like once once he wasn't like working for NFL Network, once he retired, it's like, what do I do next? Like, if for your entire career you've been patted on the back, told you're the greatest, and you go and you have you don't have a job lined up, or or you don't know if you're gonna have a job lined up, like you get used to hearing you're the best all the time. And when that doesn't happen, that's when a lot of athletes or famous people, people have been in the limelight. I mean, it doesn't have to be exclusive to athletes, that's where they tend to struggle. So sometimes when guys retire and then they come back, it's because like they're not ready to leave that behind. And I think Tom Brady made a business decision. Devontae Adams, gone. Russ, gone. Who the fuck knows what's happening with Jimmy G? He's not playing right now. So it's like if they have an opportunity to come back and win one more ring, this is probably his best year to do that because the NFC got slightly worse and this will be his final spot. So I hope this is it. I hope he retires. I hope that he goes on to have a long, healthy marriage to Giselle, because if you can marry someone like that, looking the way he did way back in the day, it gives hope to everybody. Um, the, that even a little plastic MF, surgery. Tightens the some MF shit up just now. gets better looking year after year. Oh, after plastic year. fucking surgery. He doesn't even look it, like himself anymore. Like And his, and his hair too. Right? Yeah. He has, he has some hair and marks. dentures, I'm sure. He's like, like me. Yeah. I just get better looking. Yes, you actually get better looking. You do. He, he, he he has got better looking, but he has got worse looking in the last like two or three years. He's had a lot of work done. You could tell. Like you could fucking he's got the old plastic face coming on. It's getting close. Well, well, people also said that he's got like the face of a guy who's like does not come from a happy home anymore. Right? Like yeah, the stress and anxiety of life. When he came back from uh from Costa Rica or whatever, I was like, oh man. Yeah. You been you've been through it. Some some yeah. not right there. That's that's a husband in trouble face. I've seen yeah. that face before. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's rough for good old uh, TB12 there. Alex Guerrero ain't fixing any of that for him. Let me let me change the tempo here a little bit and oh. ask you a question, Julian, because I know what your answer is going to be, chaps. <laughs> Julian, the yes. big O, 
my best friend. Hey. Have you watched She-Hulk? I have. I have not watched all of the episodes, but I, I think I've I'm caught up to up until the last one. Okay, what do you think? Ah, <sighs> um, <laughs> it's like a. I, 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 so for <laughs> for Miss Marvel and for, Sh- and for She Hulk, I get the idea and I get what they're doing, but I haven't liked a a Marvel show since uh, since Loki. I thought Loki was really good. It had its point. It set things up. Tom Hiddleston, beast. Owen Wilson, beast. Um, I get what they're doing, but. Hey, it's not it's not like my my cup of tea right now. I I do I do fuck with Obi Wan though. Obi Wan Kenobi show I I fucked with. Oh, that was badass. Here's yeah, yeah. She Hulk. Nothing fucking happens. Like it's just like yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to court and that's it. Like that's yeah. the episode. And then you like you throw in Wong, you throw in whomever else. You know the Hulk in the first couple. Um, Julian, no spoilers, but there's a little teaser pleaser at the end of this last okay, episode. Okay. Okay. That will make your boner grow two sizes too big. Oh, it's, like it's Matt like, Murdock. Uh, Let's go. It's Matt Murdock. Let's go. Like, uh, Give me some like Matt. The uh, what's it called? The Grinch. Um, Still Christmas. <laughs> he is bastard. Like like his Fucking heart. Your wiener will grow green. But, but like nothing happens. Like nothing happens on this show. But it's like I don't understand. There's not like it's just like her showing up to work every day and like fighting cases. So you're and telling me that 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 maybe all these. All these reporters that that review movies were scared to write something negative about a female-led TV series. I'm not going to say anything like that. that, that, I'm not going to say that they were scared to give a fair review to something like that when when, (laughs) and it might be actually trash and everyone's actually just scared to say it. No, that would never happen. I mean, it's like if people were to have a camera on me at my job and then like all the funny antics that I do from my computron every day. Like that's what it feels like. It's just like, I'm at work. There is it, a lawsuit. Lawsuit is over. I won again because it, I'm a, 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 a like, <laughs> again, I understand. I understand it's a vessel and that's what Marvel has kind Dude, of done. Like miss Marvel's miss Marvel is a vessel to the Marvels, which basically picks up right at the end of the TV show, which if you haven't seen it, spoiler in three, two one brie larson ends up being on switching bodies with the character and that's how we're going to get into all of these fun variant shit type of things she hulk you're introducing the fact that abomination is still around you're introducing matt murdoch you're introducing where it is going but the show itself is dog shit just is yeah it's just it's not it's not great and i think if you can accept that then you can enjoy it but if you're going in thinking it's going to be a great show, you're going to be sadly disappointed. Okay, this is this is the truth. Critics have a tough time sit, talking negatively about any female-driven movie or TV show. Sure. And that's because they've been ragdolled for the last hundred years. So it's like an overcorrection. I completely get it. Mm-hmm. WandaVision, female-led. Absolutely unfucking believable Unbelievable. Wonder Woman, absolutely unfucking believable But... There are dog shit ones in there too, and we just have to be willing to accept that. And mm-hmm. and I think that I wish we could get to a point in this world where like we just everything can be equal. And I know we have to overcorrect right now, but it's just mm-hmm. sitting frustrating. It's just like fuck, just say what it actually is. And it's okay that it's 
It's okay if it's a white person that's a white woman or a white guy or whatever that's the lead, and it's great, wicked. And it, it could be a black person or a black woman in lead, and it's terrible. It could be vice versa. Like, like it doesn't have to, you don't have to be like, oh, it's so good every time. It's like, fuck, not everything is, a, it's just super fucking frustrating. It really, really I, is. I, I love your take, chaps, and it's a perfect segue into something I wanted to bring up to you because you have obviously a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> MJB. Uh, that's no, what I so, that's sponsored. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to MJB in just a second. By the way, right, new we'll Thor the... fucking suck dog dick. I'll get oh, that yeah. right out there, too. Oh, poor dog. Where'd the dog have been? I was a Van Wilder scene. The dog was really happy, but um, I shut it off just FYI. It was terrible. I haven't seen it, uh, but I, I plan on watching it because that's what I do. But okay. You have two young daughters. I have two daughters. Uh, the latest live-action Disney movie trailer came out <laughs> for Little Mermaid. And immediately, people are like, how could you possibly put a black or non-white person as Ariel? And the critics... I don't even say critics. I just want to say, like... like people in general reacting to it is all the same thing i saw like she was born in like dirty water uh she was like the most suntanned mermaid ever like all of these like obviously racially insensitive comments and my thing is to you chaps yes the original little mermaid was of a caucasian mermaid (coughs) does it is there a reason for this outrage does it matter I'm indifferent. I don't give a fuck because mermaids aren't fucking real. So it's not as if you're being like, hey, we're going to cast Amy Adams as Pocahontas or we're going to fucking have uh, Tom Hiddleston play Black Panther. Like those, those are a little bit different because it's not, it's like, it's a little bit more cultural reference as opposed to anything else. But like, I don't give a fuck about the mermaid. Fucking, that's just me. I, I leave it to you. What are, what are your thoughts? I could give a flying fuck who plays what. I really, I really don't care. I mean, like, I'm one of the guys that wants Idris Elba to be Batman. Like, I, I literally. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that, though. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I, yeah. I think it's just best actor should get the role, or, or at the time, the one that's the most appropriate. This chick that's playing Little Mermaid, like, she looks like a mermaid. Like, it's it's yeah. perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think it's perfect casting. The only thing I didn't like was. It looks a little dark. Oh, Little Mermaid should yeah. be bright and happy and all that sort of stuff. But like, yeah. But this is looks like it's like <laughs> it looks like like it's in murky water and stuff. Like it could be a little creepy, possibly. Like I, I don't know. I, I like the this... new Pinocchio was dog shit too. So like, yeah. Like this whole thing. But as far as who can play who, I really don't care. But I think it has to be able to go both ways though too. I I, I honestly sure. really do. Like I, I think that if. Uh, if someone wanted to play the whatever character that that's that's a different color and, and a white guy wants to play it or, or doesn't want to play it if the white person gets cast in it, then there shouldn't be a crazy outpouring. The same way as if uh, a minority or, or someone that's not white plays a, a, a Murdoch daredevil. It doesn't really matter. Just pick whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who gives a shit? That's, that's honestly how I feel. It does not, literally does not matter. That's just how I feel. Dinner? Yeah. I'm with chaps. I don't really give a flying, you know what, um, man, like 
pick who's best at the role and who will contribute to making the best movie possible and who is the best actor or act yeah actor best person for the job like who gives a shit honestly um it's like oh the person was white in a cartoon made like 30 years who cares that was 30 years ago this is now Right. So it's one of those things. It's like, just relax a little bit. Just let the let the people make the movies they want to make. More than likely, you're going to see it anyways. Mm-hmm. So like if you got daughters like chaps, it's like white, black, brown, whatever. You're going to see the movie. <laughs> They're going to want to see the movie. You know, and, and, and in, in this case, like there was like videos of little children that were black or of color seeing that like a mermaid or the main character was you know black or and them to be like oh my god like so excited for it like let them have that who can like mm-hmm. what's the problem here to have like a different different race of children like be inspired or mm-hmm. you know be excited or be happy because they're represented on the screen when you know they're not used to that happening who cares man <laughs> like just let it happen the past is the past. This is now. Spoiler alert. Will Smith is not blue and uh, Ursula is not fucking real. So yeah. <laughs> like oh. neither are fucking mermaids. Okay. Mm. Oh, like, God mermaids. damn. You don't think I, I don't know. I saw, I saw the, I saw like the comments and I'm just like, this is the hill you want to die on. Like, this is where you take your stand that the little mermaid who was a cartoon being cast as something that is non-white is the hill you're going to die on. All right. Cool. cool. You are <laughs> fucking morons. God damn. God damn. This is my jam. Do you guys remember the blue mini? The what? The wrestler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's the only one who could be cast as like the genie moving forward because he was like the only guy who was kind of blue. <laughs> that was blue, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I got something. Out. I think Chaps is going to like this. Hold on one sec. Is it? What do you think it is, Dean? Hurry up, guess. A Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, for sure, Dean, Dean knew what it was. It's a Pat McAfee Funko Pop. Oh, Pete Pacemaker or Pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> pacemaker. Okay, guys, Chap is drunk. It's a Funko Pop of a Pacemaker. <laughs> it's a piece with Eagly. With Eagly. The Eagly's on it? Yeah, Eagly's on it. Where is he? Oh, he's bandaged on him. Yeah. You nice. guys, t- I mean, listen, I give you guys all the credit in the world. Peacemaker is one of my favorite shows now, so and it's all because. You, I mean, you guys led me to Stranger Things, Peacemaker, uh, the boys, the boys, the Office. So the office. y'all got y'all come with some pretty uh pretty solid takes there, you know. Oh, Blue Mini, I got him. No, yeah, I just can't blue, read. Yeah, Blue Mini, Blue Mini, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but he, was, he, was he was or, or the Blue Blazer. He was oh, the guy blue. that got beat to shit from uh, JBL. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. JBL oh, yeah. actually beat the shit off <laughs> during a fight. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, good times, good fucking times. If you if you want something, it's uh, there's two, there's two, there's Edge Matt Hardy where they actually beat the shit out of each other, yeah. mm-hmm. and then there's one um, Rick Steiner versus Conan where Rick Steiner beats the shit out of them too. When oh, they big pop a pump. If you if you want to see like an actual wrestling match where the people actually like punch each other in the face, that, that is uh, those are two for you there. Nice. Actually, mm-hmm. one just happened recently at Clash of the. Clash at the castle. Castle. Uh Seamus versus Gunther or Guther or whatever. I don't know. They uh Triple H gave him the gave him the old okay to to work stiff 
for the first time in WWE in a long, long time. So they literally they beat the shit out of each other. It was awesome. Do they not like each other, or is this no? They're like show? best friends. They just wanted to give like they wanted to do a proper fight because it was like like I read I read this little interview on it. It was pretty fascinating, man. Triple H is like, yeah, go ahead. My uh, my cousin just had a baby and they named it Finley. And me and my little brother, our first reaction was like, we sent like, I was like, oh man, I'm going to send a picture of Finley. Like my name is Finley and I love to fight. And I was like, I'm too lazy. I couldn't find it on just like the pre-registered, like pre, you know, iPhone yeah. gift. So I just left it. And then like, I woke up in the morning, my brother's like a picture of Finley and fighting stats. I'm like, ah, oh, same page. So wait, this is your cousin, dude? Yeah, it's my cousin. But like, it was so, like my family's group chat. It's like, oh, you know, it, it's a boy. It's Finley. Like, my cousin actually wasn't in it. But it's just like, my name is Finley, and I love to fight. Do you guys? Do you guys have like family get-togethers? Oh uh, yeah. So the next time that they're like, you guys are all getting together, play like intro music for when they come in the house. <laughs> just have someone record it, and that would be fucking hilarious. Get if they don't read the hits, volume with a little sh- shillelagh. If they don't dress that kid up as Hornswoggle and the dad's Fit Finley for fucking Halloween, they have made a huge fucking mistake. <laughs> At least once in their lives. We like take away, take away that child. Yeah, the child needs to go into protective services if that does not happen at least once, because that would be <laughs> absolutely amazing. <laughs> Fuck, I might even do that with my son, goddammit. Oh, there we go. Oh, is this is this breaking news? This is if the, we have the... a son. If, oh, if we here we son. go. Chaps is getting another in wiener trouble. in the face. If I have a son. If I am a son. With yeah, my wife. Yeah, with your wife. Oh, you're saying that's your son and my wife. I don't know how, because I hadn't seen her in five years, but I don't know. There's definitely some... <laughs> That's how potent your uh, 21 releases are a month. It just finds its way. I'm the, I'm the under player. Yeah. Go to Brienne. <laughs> what, Julian, after Upstream. after one of our podcasts, like it was like two weeks. It was right before we went, I went to Prince George. Chaps and I were talking. You left. And um, Chaps was talking about like the barbecue that was the, like a couple days before the wedding. And I said, hey, can I bring my girlfriend? And he was kind of like taken aback. He's like, yeah, who's your girlfriend? And I'm like, Brianne. And then he just hung up the call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Chab. Chab's a good sport. 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 Yeah, he is a good sport. Oh, man. So is Brianne. Brianne's a good sport, too. We never even talk about it, but we just kind of play off of it because it just bugs Chab's. (laughs) It infuriates me. Um, Until that that kid comes out all jacked and swole from the womb. (laughs) I'll have some questions. Why does this get so moly? <laughs> oh man, chaps, how's that nostring? Oh, this one's substantially more powerful than ones I've had in the past. I am feeling very nice, and I'm feeling good, Michael Bublé. Oh, so oh, good, Michael Bublé. Can you name one song? Could name one Michael Bublé song. I don't know coming the names. Home? I could like coming home. Is that like a Dirk Bentley song? No, it's like coming home. Not Dirk. That's, that's Diddy. That's P Diddy. Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> Dirk's well. Dirk Bentley has a song called Home. I think too, or maybe it's Blake Shelton. I think I don't. Okay, I'm pretty sure there's like hundreds of songs. Home, home yeah. or coming home. All right, take me home, country roads. Okay? Kanye, Kanye West. Coming home. Kanye West. 
Do you guys ever find like yourself going down rabbit holes on YouTube for like the most, oh yeah, like the nicest stuff though, like not weird shit, oh. but like oh no, I I'm my, weird shit. <laughs> weird shit. You should see. You should see my Pornhub search. It's oh, like Jesus rabbit holes. I go down. It's illegal in twenty five states. There, chaps. Uh, no, I found this one video of Michael Bublé at a concert, and uh, some mom brought her son. Her son's teenager, and um. She was like, oh, my son really wants to sing. And he's like, now starts to engage with the mom. And he's like, oh, he's 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 a good singer. Oh, okay, great. And Michael Buble is like kind of playing the jerkish kind of role. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Every Everyone wants to sing. So eventually she's just able to like kind of break them down as they're having this conversation. And the kid's just standing there. The kid's not saying anything. He's kind of like embarrassed that his mom's like doing this or whatever. So he finally is like, uh, all right, get the kid up on stage introduces him by name and is like all right we're gonna sing this song do you know it and he's like yes so michael the music starts michael does like a little bit of the intro and when it kicks to him this kid's got fucking like pipes and it is it is such a good thing and then even so he's like buble stunned and then i think the last like part of the video he's like uh ladies if you want i'm pretty sure he's single or whatever and the mom's like yeah (laughs) i've seen that one I fucking love those ones, man. And then sometimes I'll go into like best the voice auditions because I just love seeing people who you don't think can sing fucking just belt shit out. Big, big fan of that stuff. All right. Here's my latest. <laughs> this was about a, like a month ago. I was at my parents' place. Um, and this was like, you know, I was just like in my room watching YouTube videos at night. So the chaps, what's wrong with your face? Um <laughs> <laughs> so i i stumbled upon this this youtube channel called the angry video game nerd where the guy where the guy just plays like really horrible games for like it's pretty much like regular nintendo but he also goes back like further than that like he'll start like oh this is like wrestling games and he'll play like all these wrestling games for all these different systems and they're all like so bad and he gets like really angry and just like <laughs> says like super ridiculous stuff like every third word's and then there's like a lot of black references oh, like and the first f-bomb on the show yeah. i've already said one today um Ooh. but yeah i went down a rabbit hole i watched like because there's like so many games that i used to play as a child right and there's so many games like i'm like i didn't know this existed and like some of the games like yeah this game's pretty good and then he goes to another game, like yes that's barba brutal <laughs> so he like freaks out that was my latest one i watched like 20 of them and they're like 20 minutes long <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's 4 a.m like, and dean's like yeah, pretty time. much I'm like Ninja Turtles. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad, what's your latest rabbit hole of YouTube videos? Oh, I it, it, it they'll uh, actually the the most recent rabbit hole would be uh, oh my god, dead meat, dead meat. He, he rev- no, it's de- I think it's called dead meat, and he reviews uh, uh, horror movies. And he just shows okay. like all it's a kill count. <laughs> it's oh, just okay, fucking nice. hammered through that. Like it's pretty good. Guy gets a little too political. True. Yeah, it's all right. We get it, man. I agree with everything you're saying, but just show me the kills. <laughs> but uh James, something is his name. It's pretty good. It's a huge account. Like it's one of the biggest counts, I think, on on YouTube at this point now. Massive. But, yeah. Speaking of huge accounts, this episode brought to you by oh. MJB. Cannabis with two locations in Prince George, one at College Heights and one at Hart. You can find the College Heights location at 5777 Albert Place, Prince George, British Columbia, 
and the heart location at 6065 Monterey Road. If you're like us, sometimes you like to dabble in the uh, cannabis products. Chaps, big fan of the NAW. Sometimes maybe you want to just end the night with a little sativa, maybe a little hybrid, or maybe you want to kick things off for a big weekend with some indica. MJB Cannabis has got you covered with products wall-to-wall and expert customer service available who know all of the products that they carry. You will go in there and you will end up leaving ready for whatever life has in store for you. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you're not really good at rolling J's. Well, they've got you covered because they've got blunts. They've got pre-rolls. They have oils. They have everything that you possibly need to have the weekend. And right now also, they got some deals going on. Uh, 10% off the soft bake chocolate Aurora Drift cookies. Right there, it just sounds like you're going to be drifting away on a nice fucking weekend ride. Uh, again, they got some India uh, indie pails. They got some hybrids. They got everything. They even got fucking chocolate, man. They got CBD milk chocolate. Again, if you're not visiting MJB Cannabis and you live in the Prince George area, I don't know what you're doing, but stop the nonsense and head over to one of the two locations that they have and get yourself some amazing products. Thank you, MJB Cannabis. We love you. I'm drinking a sweet justice cherry cola Woo. from MJB or drinking, drank it. Gone. See ya. Just like my mind. So Pat McAfee sponsored by FanDuel. I'm not gonna lie, FanDuel best betting experience I've had thus far in the multitude of of sporting uh bet betting platforms. Um going to a FanDuel event this Sunday for Sunday night football. Let's go. Nice yeah. at the local watering hole. They have, uh, so FanDuel in Ontario, because obviously it's not, uh, I guess, regulated or legal in any other province at this point, but Mm because it's in Ontario, they've got huge partnerships with like all of their American counterparts. So they've opened up this place called The Huddle, which over the uh, football season is where they do watch parties for certain games. Um, And this coming weekend is like their first uh, VIP event, I guess. So we get free food, free booze free prizes and the, my favorite part the top up your account with some cash ola uh recently fanduel had like this huge like data breach which was like really really bad yeah um and um it basically shut down certain accounts for a couple of days because information was shared bets apparently were placed i know i'm like a huge fanduel person i'm saying like now all the reasons not to get into fanduel <laughs> but uh they basically like canceled any bets that i made and lost and then gave me a good smooth $2,500 to bet with. So shout out FanDuel for finally providing some quality customer service. They're a great betting platform. I love it. Big fan of it. And, uh, you know, obviously, like I said before, sponsored one of the greatest sports shows ever. So, I mean, FanDuel, what's up? What you doing tonight? Want to sponsor a podcast? We're, we're here. Yeah. So, just, I could use the top up on my account, even though I tried to sign up for FanDuel when you started because I wanted yeah. to give you the the referent the referral fee, and there I did it, and they're like, "Hey, you're in BC, BH, and you can't yeah. bet on our site." And I was like, "Okay, we'll we'll never be, be right. We'll, ne- we'll never be able to use that account in the uh, in in BC. I don't think they're never going to legalize sports. No, because it's all ran through the government." 
So like the lottery, uh, like the, the site I use, it's all literally ran through the BC oh. government. So when you, you can use like bet three, six, five, I believe. Um, but I think that's because it's a UK company that you can use it. No, they have a Canadian, they have a Canadian thing now. Cause it's run through. I wonder you know, why Ontario we can use that one, but not FanDuel. That's interesting. Well, because in, if you're in Ontario, it automatically the like the geolocation will track the fact that it's governed by Ontario, but you don't need to get the bet three six five Canada app, I don't think. But even if you do, maybe there's something in there that allows you to do it because it's I don't know. But I know with FanDuel right now, it's in Ontario. But they've got some pretty cool things, man. Pretty cool perks. Pretty cool perks. So if you want to sign up and you live in Ontario, uh, just holler at the Big O, get you some cash in your account early on. Hmm. We only bet winners. Not slash named not, Russell Wilson. Not. Yeah, that was that awesome. Was, that was that was you. You called it, man. You you completely called it. You absolutely called it. I should have listened to you. I didn't, and I lost some money. But Pat Mahomes brought me home, so I'm I'm okay. There was no way Pete Carroll was going to let that little shit beat him. There was no way. And well, I mean, let's talk about two like who won? inches to go to score to win the game, and who won. That's all that matters. I get you. I yeah. got you. I got and, you. And, and, like, if you want to talk about turning points in the game, well, DK Metcalf turning the ball over on like the yeah. 40 yard line, that, that changed the game completely. But yeah. uh, no, happiest moment. And you know, what's funny. I, like I was, I'm when he was a Seahawk, I was still a big Russell Wilson fan. I defended him saying, Oh, he doesn't want to leave Seattle, all that stuff. But the thing that's really clicked with me this last week, everybody in Seattle on that team hated him they all hated him so either way it was pretty neat i had can't blame him yeah i mean faith family have you seen that fucking thing yeah he's a goof man an idiot but yeah how you feeling about justin herbert who got hit by three cars oh herbie he's got 10 days it's it was a thursday night game he's got 10 days but uh, apparently fractured rib cartilage oh yeah not surprised and yeah i don't you know i'm a big chase daniel guy because like you you have to have a certain respect for the like career backup quarterback that always has a job so like yeah the guys played for like 12 years probably and like probably Mm -hmm. thrown under like 100 passes but like yet they always get signed so they make a couple million bucks a year just to sit on the bench and like you gotta respect that. Like ha- you must be a, like a pretty sweet team dude to get that job, and you must have a little bit of talent tucked in there as well. So uh, Chase Daniels, my boy. Same thing with Blaine Gabbert. Like although he was kind of he was kind of a high draft pick, but Chase Daniel, I think was like a second rounder. So you know, respect for the backup quarterbacks who have who look good on the sideline, have their hair did, and never have to play. Um, but yeah, if Justin Herbert doesn't play next week, we might be effed. Like that throw he made to DeAndre Carr with like a effed up rib and he just like threaded the needle, like like Russell Wilson doesn't make that pass. There's only one oh. guy that makes that pass, and that's like Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that was like such precision that is yeah. like holy crap like i saw the pass and i saw like the covers I'm like no way and then he caught him like no way like oh yeah. like to the millimeter 
the only place that guy could have caught it. So yeah, Justin Herbert, top three in the league. But if he's injured, we're in trouble. All right, chaps, here it is. The overreaction uh, from week one going into week two yeah. to sort of take us home from this episode. What's what's your biggest overreaction and who's winning the Super Bowl? Give me your Super Bowl matchup. Okay, the biggest overreaction is Aaron Rodgers sucks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't suck. He starts slow every year. So people are saying that it, oh, it looks different this year. Okay, well, it looked different the year before that and the year before mm-hmm. that. And he's a complete arrogant asshole piece of shit. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Just from what I can gather, he might be the nice guy ever. He just, he's great. So everyone needs to calm down. On my side of it, yeah, Seattle's winning the division. No doubt. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, can you still bet futures? Can you bet futures? Can oh. you bet your, con- I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. You keep giving, give me your Super Bowl matchup. Uh, well, it was going to be the Chargers at the start of the year, but. I, I still think I think the Chargers are going to make the Super Bowl, and I think I would have the biggest boner in the world if that happened. But it's, but it it's kind of has to change now because of what has happened to Herbert. So I'll stick with that though. I'll go Chargers versus the who would be a fascinating team that I think could come out Minnesota Vikings. That's the Super Bowl. The gritty, they're pretty good, man. Kirk Cousins is very underrated too, because 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 he's he is like he, he is he, he is who he is. He could be a he could be an MVP this year. Like Kirk Cousins is good, so that's it. Kirk Cousins versus Justin Herbert in maybe the least watched Super Bowl of all time because that will get oh. zero ratings and the NFL would kill themselves. <laughs> so if you want to jump right now, it. plus eleven hundred Seattle to win the division right now. What's their over under at? Is it still five and a half? Uh, they're over under right now. Uh, must have gone up to six and a half. Oh no, I don't have. They don't have any totals. Here we go. Here we go. Regular season wins. Oh my god, I gotta go all the way to fucking Seattle here. Seattle's not up right now. Yeah, so I took the over on the five and a half for the year. So, oh, Seattle Seahawks. It's now six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. So I, over I, six and a half is actually pl- at plus. All right, this is this is games. chaps chaps lock of the year. Seattle wins at least seven games. Ooh, so right now, Fanduel plus money to get seven wins for Seattle. That's I like that. That's maybe they will. Sprinkle. They will. Dean, who's winning the Super Bowl and who's in it? Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that. Buffalo. And NFC, NFC is a bit weak, dog. I mean, like I, the Rams looked like a shadow of themselves. I'm not going to count them out per se. I'm going to go Bills, Bucks. Nice. Ooh, I like that. And Tom like Brady that. loses and, and rise ooh. off into the sunset. Wow. Wow. I feel like that's like the worst way for Tom Brady to go against the Bills of all team. That'd be awesome. considering he like, the, no, I, I, it, it, like, it would make great God. story. For Tom Can you imagine Brady. being a Bills fan all those years? Oh, yeah. we're going to win the Super Bowl final. There's Tom fucking Brady. It's a Super Can, Bowl. <laughs> and if you if you get him and he beats you, like oh, at, at that point, you're just like, come on. Yeah. Like at that point, like you're paying for the airplane to get back home so you can get back to Giselle and he can just retire. Uh, chaps, real quick, uh, if you th- really think 
that the Super Bowl matchup between the Minnesota Vikings and yeah. the San Diego Chargers, both of those teams to win the conference are plus eight fifty. So not that off. Not that so, off, man. I mean, no, but I mean like if you sprinkle like a little oh, bit, you're, you're, taking, <laughs> yeah. you're taking home a little bit of money. Um that's a risky one though. Who's what's your who's in the Super Bowl for you? The Bills. Yeah. I just I just don't think that there's a team constructed uh the way the Buffalo is now. I mean, that all sta- that all stands on uh, Allen staying healthy. Um, no, he doesn't show up to the podcast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for me, uh, Dean kind of stole mine. I really think this is going to be Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be him finding a way to sort of stay healthy, unlock Julio Jones, go up against a, a weakened NFC and uh yeah beat the bills that, I, just, I think that would be like the great a great narrative right there find a way i think just the, i think the bills just end up like cold weather end up getting a little too battered before the super bowl wow tom brady, tom brady goes off it's a homer pick for me but uh i love it. i'd love to see so you guys have the same super bowl it. with different winners then you have bills yeah. winning oh man <laughs> i have the so, minnesota vikings winning the super bowl fyi hey man that would be Kirk Cousins, he would he be a Hall of Famer if he wins? Absolutely, man. That guy's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. Does he is guys, he a Hall of Famer if he doesn't win one? No. Well, if he gets he has a to, few more good years, yeah. Like, like Matt Ryan's years. a Hall of Famer. He's never yeah. won one. Anyways, um, I pulled up some stats. It's my boy okay. Chase Daniel. Just to follow quick. Oh man, is this the Kansas City guy or is this the? Well, he, he, he was in Kansas, Kansas City, and now he, but he's, he's the Chargers back. Oh, he is. Yeah, sorry. He's yeah. been in the league for twelve years. He has started seven games, like that with that small of a sample size, and you still keep getting a fucking job every year, like, and you just keep getting a couple million bucks and a couple million bucks, like that would be the best job ever. He got paid once. He got paid big money once with the Saints. Was it the Saints? No, you're it- thinking about you're thinking about Glennon. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I know Chase Daniel. Looking, he got. He don't know who he is. I think he gets. I think he's getting paid seven million dollars a year right now by the by yeah, the uh, Chargers. But did he? Did was Chase the one who came up in New Orleans behind Drew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's what. I thought. Uh, he yeah. he had three years, seven or twenty-one million dollar contract with the Eagles. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, he okay. got. I knew he got paid once. Like. Not paid, paid, but like no. you know, decent paid once. Yeah, there you go. Start seven games, or what was it? Twelve games? Seven. Seven. Seven games. And at one point you were making seven mil a season. But he why two hundred and sixty one he... passing attempts? Jesus. Like Aaron Pat Mahomes does that in like <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's like half a season, man. <laughs> Jesus. What's his T D to interception ratio though? I bet you it's horrid. Eight TDs, seven interceptions. Yeah, see, it's uh, okay. Biggest overreaction. Sorry, I forgot to give it. Dallas Cowboys will actually be in contention to win their division by the time Dak yeah. Prescott comes back. Cooper Rush is going to keep them just around five hundred. They are not going to be the the world is not on fire. They are not going to be as bad as everyone thinks they're going to be. That's my overreaction, Dean. Overreaction, then take us home. I wasn't ready for this. Cooper Rush rules for one. <laughs> Overreaction, I'd say that the Rams are like a terrible team. That I think they're going to come back fine. They're still going to be good. They still got a sick defense. Um, 
you know, they had they played a really good team. They're, I have them in my pick'em league this week after I lost Indianapolis. Thanks for the effing tie, Rodrigo. Um, you got cut, which is kind of sad because he's like he's like every man that plays professional sports, like the biggest nerd in the world. But anyways, Rams <laughs> still pretty darn good. I think they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Uh, another episode in the books, fellas, on a Friday night. Feeling good. Feeling frisky. Um, love to see you. And um, can't wait to see what this weekend has in store for us betting-wise. Bet responsibly. But listen, if you guys are into sports betting, so are all three of us. So, like, send us your slips. We'll shout you out on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever it is. You want to shout out, send us your bet slips of hitting something cool. Doesn't need to be for thousands of dollars, although that would be pretty, pretty tasty. But, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get into maybe some more bets uh sports betting content as the nfl season goes because it's one of our favorite sports let me kick it to the man with the master plan hung like the wu-tang clan big d what's up well it's been fun fellas i gotta get the f out of here i got plans Uh, oh so not no no they're with a dude um we're gonna have some chinese food hang out we play some fifa you know bro down haven't seen him in a while oh nice um so i gotta get out of here because i got a bit of a drive ahead of me so i love you both and uh catch you on the flippity flip thanks for listening chase daniels has made 41 42 million dollars in a 14 year career he has signed three contracts worth uh, that were over three years long and at least 10 million dollars a year or 10 million dollars in total worth glue guy man glue guy thank you for listening see you next week how do I stop recording? Glue guy. It's stop. Yeah. We got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed our scenario is utopia. Stay content with that. With our best kept secret. Go ahead and floor past it. We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it. So much overload. They overdid it. Overshared about it though. We're now exposed to cynic. Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing fake and backstories They disseminated Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them rock him Eric B, razor sharp can listen to that criticism about our hometown but if you ain't from here you're done no don't come around it's a mayday siren illuminate the sky we shining out the light silver lining in disguise it's a mayday siren standing through the night we resonate forever yo whenever we combine it's a mayday siren illuminate the sky we shining out the light silver lining in disguise it's a mayday siren standing through the night we resonate forever yo whenever we combine This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace With our fingertips roll air clean No chem detected, choke on the
numerous vapors constantly subjected to Become familiar with that box that you left us in Even come to love, I feel the bond like it's next to kin We resting in, sleeping, you wrestling, weakened Weak out, stress seeking, you out, left tweaking Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made But it's too late for our pity, paid the cost for your charade So this our mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren, sounded through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine Siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren, down through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine